almost here. Either way, appreciate and thank you for choosing us to spend your Friday with right here on CBS Sports Radio. So we've had a lot of combine and NFL draft talk so far throughout this show, the first hour, in large part, right, because the scouting combine right now is going on in Indy. We're hearing a lot of news and notes about who's interested in, in, in quarterbacks and who needs a quarterback, who should make a move, who should they draft, who should they trade. We've heard a lot. And obviously, the team we've heard the most about this week is the Chicago Bears. Because, in case you haven't heard, they got a big decision to make. We've been told this entire offseason, right, the Bears have just two options. Either draft Caleb Williams at number one and trade Justin Fields, or, or keep Justin Fields and trade the number one pick. Well, I got a third option for you. That the Bears should consider. I think this is the best option for the Bears. Hear me out. They should trade Justin Fields number one. They should also trade the number one overall pick. Trade it with the ninth overall pick. Trade it if you want to include a 2025 first round pick as well. Trade that package of picks to the Buffalo Bills. Call them up. Three first-round picks, including the number one overall pick for Josh Allen. If Ryan Poles, if I'm Ryan Poles, that's the call I'm making. And if I'm Brandon Bean, I'm on the other side of that call. Ring, ring. Hello, Brandon Bean. Oh, hi, yes. Ryan Poles, you're offering me what? You're offering me the first overall pick, the ninth overall pick, a 2025 first-round pick, and all you want back is Josh Allen? Yeah, I'm doing it. That makes sense. Let's make a deal. If I'm the Bills, I think to me, that trade makes sense, and I'm accepting it if I am Brandon Bean. This is a true win-win here, where the Bills can get a few things here. We'll dive into a second, including Caleb Williams, and the Bears, I think, could get a known commodity. That is the third option here. It's not as black and white as either trade or keep fields, trade or... or keep the number one overall pick. The Bears should get creative because they have a very powerful asset. And I think this behind door number three, if you will, trade the number one overall pick for Josh Allen, that is the road that I think both teams should go down. Let's explain it first from the Bills' perspective because I'm sure that's the one where if you have questions or you're saying no, that's the the side you're saying, well, that makes no sense from the Bills' perspective. Let's, Let's talk it out. You may think I'm crazy, Hear me out. I don't think you'll be saying I'm crazy after these next five minutes or so. Let's look at the Buffalo Bills realistically. Going into 2024, they are not a Super Bowl caliber team. I don't want to hear them being Super Bowl contenders. I don't want to hear them being placed in the the Super Bowl tier, if you will, in terms of teams that can win it next year. They are not a Super Bowl caliber team. They have a lot of areas they need to address before they can get back to that level of the Chiefs and other teams in the AFC. They have a lot of holes. Receiver, I would say they need a number, another receiver. You have Stephon Diggs. Is he ever coming back to that number one form? I don't know. Doesn't look like it. You're losing Gabe Davis. So right now you got Stephon Diggs and Khalil Shakir. Woof. Number one. You need, or you've never had, I should say, a consistent run game um, as well in Buffalo. Part of that is on the running back. 
Part of that is on the interior of the offensive line. They've never had a running game that is dependable in the big game. It's gotten better, but still with Buffalo, especially in the postseason, when they needed their run game, it has failed to show up. And their their defense for almost the entirety is injured and old. There are plenty of areas the Bills need to upgrade first before we could call them a Super Bowl caliber team. Also, another problem for Buffalo, they have no avenue of getting better. Yeah, they have the draft, for sure. But they have no cap space. If you want to talk about adding a receiver, adding some offensive line depth, fixing the defense, they got no cash. They are $41 million over the cap. They have their worst cap situation in all the NFL. So when you look at the Bills, yeah, they have Josh Allen. And Josh Allen is great. I'm not sitting here telling you he's bad. This is not a anti-Josh Allen segment or take. This is you have one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL and you have nothing else around him. And you also, outside of the draft, have no avenue to get better. So you look at this Bills team that just lost at home to the Chiefs the worst offense that Patrick Holmes is going to have around him in his career. You also look at this Bills team that in the last two years has gotten blown out at home against the Bengals, has squeaked by Skylar Thompson and the Dolphins, and then avoided nearly blowing a 21-point lead to Mason Rudolph and the Steelers. That has been the last four games for Buffalo in their postseason all at home. You could look at that 13-second game And since that game, they have gotten worse. They are going backwards. They are not closing the gap on the Chiefs. They are getting now lapped by other teams in the AFC. They are backsliding right now while everyone else is getting better. And they have no avenue to get better. So if you're Buffalo right now, you can keep banging your head against the wall. Keep asking Josh Allen to be a hero. And keep watching that fail. Or you could say, you know what? We got to realistically assess where we are. We are not a Super Bowl team right now. We don't have many avenues to becoming a Super Bowl team anytime soon. We have asked, can, can you, uh, excuse me. We have asked Josh Allen continuously to be our hero. To put the team on his back. And to lead us to a Super Bowl. And guess what's happened each and every year? Josh Allen has been unable to do it. That is not a slight at Josh Allen. Because no quarterback is able to put an entire team on their back in the postseason and win a Super Bowl. It is a true team effort. We talk about the importance of the quarterback, but if you have nothing else around him, you can't win. The Bills are evidence of that. So you can bang your head against the wall. You can think, oh, we're close when you're really not. And you could just keep on having the same end to your season over and over and over again. Or you can look for a fix. You can actually try to put the Super Bowl first. How do you do that? I think this trade right here. Trading Josh Allen. And in return, getting... Caleb Williams with the number one pick. 
getting the number nine overall pick. And if you want to throw in a 2025 first-round pick, we could talk about that. I'm down for it. If I'm, the, if I'm the Bears, a 2025 first-round pick. So you can add, for a team that's in the worst cap spot in the NFL, you can add Caleb Williams and four first-round picks in the next two years to your team. You can get off Josh Allen's big contract. You could start to dig your way out of cap hell that you're in, and it also helps to reset your timeline. Again, like the Bills are not a Super Bowl team, in my opinion. But that doesn't change the fact that it's Super Bowl or bust for Buffalo every single year, right? You can have Super Bowl expectations, but also not be a Super Bowl caliber team. That is the exact position where the Bills are. If you trade Josh Allen, now your Super Bowl win, like your timeline resets. It's not win now. It's okay, let's start building for a future. This is a, a retooling button you have right here. It's not a reset. It's not a rebuild. You're getting a generational player with four other first-round picks to infuse talent around him, to address the defense, to address the receiver, to get younger in some spots as well, and start to actually build a team around your quarterback that I think we could safely say Brandon Bean has failed to do. He has failed. He has tried. He has failed. So what are you going to do if you're Buffalo? Do you want to take the definition of insanity route? Same thing over and over and over again, expecting different results? Or do you, you want to look at reality? You have a good quarterback. Don't have much else around him. Don't have really many ways of improving um, our team around him. So let's maybe, you know what? Let's get younger. Let's hit a, a little bit of a retool session here. Where for a year or two, we build up our team. Because in case you didn't notice, if you're Buffalo, you didn't lose to the Chiefs because you got out Mahomes. You lost to the Chiefs because the Chiefs team outside of Mahomes beat you. That defense in the fourth quarter suffocated that offense. The run game for Kansas City came alive. You lost a game at home to the Chiefs in which Mahomes was, was just solid. Not outstanding, not great, not exceptional, not all out of this world. He was solid. And you still couldn't beat the Chiefs because their team around him was really good. That's not the case in Buffalo. That's why I think this trade makes sense for the Bills. You get a quarterback that, to me, is on track in Caleb Williams to be giving Mahomes a run for his money in five years. You reset your timeline. You get younger now. You allow for some moves to be made to get some bad contracts off the books and to start to cycle in younger players. You start to clear some dead weight off the cap. And you start to be able to build an actual team around your quarterback that you've been unable to do with Josh Allen. That, to me, is why this makes so much sense for Buffalo. From the other perspective, from the Bears, if you're Ryan Poles, your job is on the line with this pick, right? If this pick flops, whether it's Caleb Williams or anyone, you're fired. 
You're not getting another quarterback to pick in three years from now. You're out of a job. So you could easily argue his job right now is dependent upon how that number one pick turns out. While I think Caleb Williams is going to be the next superstar in the NFL, while I think he could truly live up and surpass the hype that right now is being talked about around him, I also recognize and will admit it's not a guarantee. Right, there's no uh, no such thing as a sure thing in the NFL. So while Caleb Williams is enticing, well, I think he'll love to, uh, live up to the hype. If you're Ryan Poles, I think you need a known commodity. And if you trade for Josh Allen, you automatically get the best quarterback in your conference. Not bad. Not bad to go into 2024 with the best quarterback in your conference with, you know, some good talent around him and improving defense as well, where you could feel like this is definitely a playoff team in 2024, co-favorites maybe for the division, and on a short list of teams these next few years that can represent the NFC in a Super Bowl. That's what you get from making this trade. So that's why I think it makes sense from Chicago's perspective. So like when you look at this trade proposal here, Josh Allen to the Bears for the number one pick, the number nine pick, and a first-round pick next year. This is what I would call a true win-win. Buffalo wins, Chicago wins. I don't see who loses. I don't see why this deal would not get done. 855-212-4227. I'll ask you, who says no to this trade? Bills trade Josh Allen to the Bears. In return, they receive... The number one pick, the number nine pick, and a 2025 first-round pick. Three first-round picks going back Buffalo's way for Josh Allen. I don't see how either side says no. If you're Chicago, if you're Buffalo, I think if this trade is actually made in reality, it happens, and it's truly one of those win-win situations. 855-212-4227. I want to hear your thoughts. I think this makes a lot of sense. Uh, I put it out on Twitter this week, um, and a lot of people, a lot of people uh, disagreed. Did not think that this trade makes sense. So I'm curious your thoughts. If you think a team says no, who? Who and why? 855-212-4227, 855-212-4227 at Ryan underscore Hickey and the number three. Josh Allen for three first-round picks from the Bears, including the number one pick, a.k.a. Caleb Williams. I think it makes sense. If you disagree, tell me why. When we also return, we have seen not this exact trade, but a similar trade work out to both teams to perfection. It's Ryan Hickey in for JR Sport Brief on this Friday. Appreciate you joining us right here on CBS Sports Radio. I think a take or I think a trade, I should say, it should go down when it comes to like what the Bears should do with the number one overall pick here. I think if you're Ryan Poles, it's time to get creative. And that's why if I'm Ryan Poles, I call up the Buffalo Bills. I offer them my number one overall pick, my number nine overall pick, a 2025 first-round pick as well. And I offer those three picks for Josh Allen. And get one of the best quarterbacks in the league to Chicago. I think if uh, from a Bears perspective, this makes sense. I think from a Bills perspective, you say yes as well. And you 
bring Caleb Williams to town. What I think this quake uh, trade could equate to, easy for me to say, is the trade we saw go down a few years ago between the Lions and the Rams. Now, the Lions were in a worse spot with Matthew Stafford than the Bills are right now with Josh Allen. I'm not saying they're comparable, but the Lions realize, look, we have a really good quarterback in Matthew Stafford on our roster. We have nothing around him, though, to compete. So instead of wasting the rest of his career, we're going to pull the plug, we're going to move on, and we're going to try to use what we get back to build our team going forward. They traded him to the Rams for two first-round picks and Jared Goff. The Lions used that trade right there to basically build the foundation of their team. To where now, like two short years later, Jared Goff, who's just supposed to be an add-on in the trade, is now their quarterback. They're able to get a lot of young and talented players uh, because of those draft picks and some of the moves they made with those draft picks uh, from the Rams. To where now you look at the Lions, the Lions are... Well, I would probably say right now, right, the biggest threat to the 49ers in the NFC in terms of knocking them off, if not top two or top three. They use that one trade to really just kind of jump in the left lane and build their team in a sustainable way where now they are really found, you know, solidly built for the next five years. And the Rams, obviously, on the other end, won a Super Bowl with Matthew Stafford. They had everything but the quarterback. That was a win-win for the Rams. And now also for the Lions as well. Both those franchises for where they were and where they went after that trade could truly say it's a win-win. I think that's what we would see right now if this trade I'm talking about came to fruition. If the Bears traded three first-round picks to get Josh Allen to town. It allows the Bills a reset that they need while giving the Bears right now a known commodity and a sure thing. I think it makes so much sense. I don't know why either side would say no. If you disagree, though, 855-212-4227, 855-212-4227. Who says no in this hypothetical trade, three first-round picks, including the number one overall pick, the Bears setting that to the Bills? Getting back, Josh Allen. Jeremy's call from Wichita. What's up, Jeremy? Hey, what's up, man? How we doing? Not bad. How about you? We're we're hanging, man. We're hanging. It's Friday. No complaints. So uh, why do you think this trade should not go down, in your opinion? Uh, besides the fact that the Bills Mafia would probably show up with pitchforks and torches. <laughs> why? Uh, they would just own the ownership, man. They love Josh Allen. Are you kidding me? I mean, as a Chiefs fan, I'd love to see it. I'd love to see the fact that the Bills wouldn't be competing with us for the next five, ten years. But, I mean, as a Bills fan, that's absurd. You'd have to spend two out of the three of them picks on a quarterback hoping that you get somewhere anywhere near the caliber of Josh Allen. Why would you spend two or three picks on the quarterback? Because the odds of getting a quarterback that good are astronomical. You're getting Caleb Williams. Oh, I don't know, man. I, it just it doesn't make sense to me. Caleb Williams ain't Josh Allen. I mean. All right, that's where, Jeremy, that's where we'll disagree. I appreciate the call, buddy. I think, to me, Caleb Williams is the real deal. We talked about it at the start of the show. I think he has what it takes physically, but also has the ma- uh, mental makeup as well. I think he's bust proof. 
That's my opinion. So the reason why I think if I'm the Bears, and this is pointed out uh, on Twitter at Ryan underscore Hickey and the number three by John Turgeon, you, Ryan, you killed your entire Josh Allen argument by saying how great Caleb Williams is going to be. Why the hell would the Bears trade him away when they could build their franchise around their rookie and have their rookie contract? Well, I think he's going to be great. It's not a guarantee. I was all in on Trevor Lawrence. It didn't, like, it's, he's not worked out to the level that I think we expected Trevor Lawrence to be by year number three at this point in his career. I think he's going to hit. But like we talked about in the draft, there is no such thing as a guarantee. No such thing. So that's why if you are Ryan Poles, you have basically it's it's one in the hand or two in the bush, right? One in the hand is Josh Allen. You have a known commodity. You have the best quarterback in the conference for another five years starting tomorrow if you make this trade. On the flip side... Two in the bush. You could have Caleb Williams. He could be Josh Allen. He could be better than Josh Allen. He could be better than Patrick Mahomes. He also could be a total bust and not work out. Well, I believe strongly in him. It is a risk. There's no guarantee. And that's why if I'm the Bears, even though how high I feel on Caleb Williams and how good he's going to be, it's not a known commodity where you could absolutely say, He's going to make it. It's more likely quarterbacks, especially, don't make it than they do make it. So that's why if I'm Ryan Poles, I would give up three first-round picks to get a known commodity. David's calling from Dallas. What's up, David? Hey, Hickey. I like the idea of your trade, but the one thing I'll say is I don't think Buffalo would ever do it because they had such bad quarterback situation from the time Jim Kelly left till the time not even Allen got there, but once he finally developed, I, I don't think there's enough you could give them. And I'll give you the example. is here in Dallas, that's why Jerry Jones won't let go of a medium-tier quarterback in Dak Prescott because it was so bad from the time Troy Aikman left. Yes, but here's the difference, David. I appreciate the call. Like, I would agree. That's part of the reason why Dallas has not moved off Dak, and I don't think they should just because there's no like real upgrade you can go get. They are stuck in the worst spot in football. You look at Buffalo, like, I'm giving you Caleb Williams. I am giving to you, uh, giving him to you on a silver platter right there. Take him. Here's the number one pick. Get your guy and lock it up. So it's not like you're trading away Josh Allen and getting nothing back in return. You're getting scraps back. You are getting the number one overall pick in a draft in which the guy that's at number one is being talked about in the same sentence as John Elway, Peyton Manning, and Andrew Luck. You got to feel pretty good if you're Buffalo that, yeah, while we may lose a very talented quarterback in Josh Allen, taking one step back now can actually help us take two or three steps forward and maybe actually get over the hump instead of just banging our head against the wall each and every year like we've been doing in the postseason where you have the quarterback, and they do, but they have nobody else. That is Buffalo's problem. They have the quarterback. They have nothing else. Stephon Diggs is regressing before our eyes. They've never had a good enough run game, especially outside of Josh Allen. We've been talking about it for years. The defense has only gotten worse under Sean McDermott. Like, at what point do you have to realize the Bills, like, just like, not even realize, but just like open your eyes and realize this team is not that good. 
We talk about the Bills like they're on the Chiefs level. They are not. They're not on the Chiefs level. They're not on the Bengals level. They're not on the Ravens level. They are falling in the AFC. And with the worst cap situation in the NFL, they don't have many areas to get better. They also got some bad contracts on the books. Von Miller is going nowhere anytime soon. Tredavis White might be a cap casualty as well. And you have to eat some cap this year. So, like, you are in a bad spot where 2024, even before it starts, already feels like it's over for Buffalo. That's why I'm making this trade. You may say it's a bad. I'm making this trade. Absolutely. Zach is calling from Green Bay. What's up, Zach? Hey. Uh, real quick, just being from Green Bay, there's nothing I want less than to see Josh Allen in a Bears uniform. Um but what I think is really interesting about the trade would be the Bears then could go and take Fields, get a, a second round, and now they're setting themselves up to get one of the top backs in the draft too. And mm-hmm. now you pair that with Josh Allen and that offense. Uh, that terrifies me as a Packers fan with this with this trade idea. <laughs> I, I would agree. And, and, Zach, I appreciate your perspective, especially we talked about this in, in the first hour here, and thank you for the call about what the Bears should do at number one, why I'm all in on Caleb Williams. We had another caller from Illinois who's a Packers fan who said, yeah, I hope the Bears keep Justin Fields and don't draft Caleb Williams because they're afraid that Caleb Williams is going to be better than Justin Fields and make the Bears now a better team going forward. Here's a Packers fan telling you, man, I really hope they don't trade for Josh Allen. Josh Allen, I mean, it's obvious. I don't have to really defend this point that much. You would think common sense would, would tell you. But, and he goes to the Bears. Again, they are a playoff team. They are a playoff team in the NFC next year. And as Zach's point, too, you have Justin Fields, so while you're losing three first-round picks in this hypothetical trade, you are getting a second-round pick back. You have your another second-round pick as well. So you have at least still some high draft capital that you can use to still get some premium players here on day number two of the draft and build around Josh Allen, unlike what the Bills did. You do have right now a young but improving defense in Chicago. DJ Moore is a really good receiver, and I think he'd be, right now he is better than Stephon Diggs. You have a better run game in Chicago than what the Bills have. Even if you take away Justin Fields, who obviously contributed a large part of that with his legs, you still have a better run game with the Bears than you do in Buffalo. The Bears would be a scary team if they're able to make this trade and land Josh Allen. That's why if I'm Chicago, I am saying yes. If I am Buffalo, I am saying yes. 855-212-4227. 855-212-4227. We'll continue to take your thoughts. Who says no? Josh Allen traded from the Bills to the Bears for three first-round picks, including the number one overall pick. We'll get your thoughts. And also, one more point I want to make here. We had a caller just reference it before. Bill's Mafia would go crazy and be very upset if Josh Allen is traded. I put this out on social media earlier this week, and I got a lot of responses, mostly mean ones, uh, from Bill's Mafia about this trade. But it did tell me, I think, one alarming thing when it comes to the Bills fan base. It is Ryan Hickey in for JR on this Friday. Happy Friday to you. Thank you for spending some of it with us right here on CBS Sports Radio. So this week, I had the most interactive tweet I've ever had with my in my life. I made a little video 
talking about this trade specifically. I did it on Tuesday um, before, you know, um, before the show, before JR's show, and highlighted essentially why I think the uh, the Bears should trade the first pick and, and others as well, but the primarily the first pick, which is Caleb Williams, to the Bills for Josh Allen. And this tweet got 1.1 million views. I don't say that in a braggadocious way. I say that because a lot of people have seen this. A lot of people in Bill's Mafia have seen this and chose to respond. And let's just say the overwhelming majority of responses from those that are in Buffalo or fans of the Buffalo Bills were... um. Very negative to this idea. Let's just, to, to put it very kindly and keep it PG here, a lot of responses that I got were not very um, pro this trade. That is for sure. But one thing I learned with the wave and wave and wave of Buffalo Bills fans that have chimed in on this, on this trade is that I get the sense that Bills fans care more about Josh Allen, the quarterback, than they do winning a Super Bowl. And that, to me, is concerning and problematic. You could be a Josh Allen fan, don't get me wrong. But putting one player above the team is something I don't subscribe to. I don't think any fan should subscribe to. Like, we watch the game at the end of the day to win, right? We watch the regular season games for our team to win. We watch the playoffs for our team to win. We watch the Super Bowl for, hopefully, our team to win. Now, everything else is a bonus, right? Having guys that are fun and lovable. Having guys that are easy to root for. Having guys that are your own guys. It makes it fun. It makes you more invested. But I got the sense from a lot of responses I got from plenty of Bills fans all across the country that I feel like the Bills fan cares more about Josh Allen than they do the Bills winning the Super Bowl. I don't understand it. Like, I think if I truly asked every Bills fan, hey, would you rather not win a Super Bowl, but you keep Josh Allen for his entire career, or you trade Josh Allen, and then in doing so, help that helps you win a Super Bowl, I think a lot of people would choose Dore. A lot of Buffalo fans would say, I'd rather keep Josh Allen as my quarterback because he's our guy. I don't understand it. I don't think that's the way to root for a team. I would always root for the laundry over the player. I root for winning more than anything else. And I got enough responses, not one or two. I got enough responses to be like, interesting. They're not just saying no because this makes no sense for Buffalo. They're saying no because they don't want to lose Josh Allen, the person. Josh Allen, the guy. And look, he's a great guy by all accounts, right? Good in the community. Buffalo views him as their own. But you can't put Josh Allen above the city, above the team, and above winning a Super Bowl. That's, I think, one one line you can't cross. You can, you can think, hey, we can win one with him. But I, you can't think, oh, I, I need Josh Allen here more than I even need to win a Super Bowl. No. That is where I think a lot of flawed logic does come in here. 855-212-4227. The reason we are talking about Josh Allen in Buffalo is because... This trade that I thought of this week, I think makes a lot of sense for two teams. The Bills and the Bears. We talk about, or at least I should say, we've only heard 
two options for the Bears with the number one pick. Trade it and keep Justin Fields, draft Caleb Williams, and trade Fields. I think option three is their best option and very doable. Trade their picks to get Josh Allen. It benefits Chicago in getting the first ever franchise quarterback in their long and storied history. And it helps the Bills because the Bills are toast right now. They have a great quarterback and nothing else. The receivers need improvement. The running backs need improvement. The offensive line needs improvement. The Basically, the entire defense needs improvement. One small problem with all these improvements, they have no way to fix them. They got no cap space. 32 out of 32. So this is a team right now that is going backwards with no area to really address their needs. That's why I think this trade, even though it could sound asinine on the surface, hey, how does trading Josh Allen make you better? Here's how it makes you better. It gives you a superstar quarterback at Caleb Williams, plus a a boatload of first-round picks to get younger and address needs. Help out your cap situation. Reset your timeline. It puts the Bills in a way better spot than they are right now. Rick Spielman, former NFL GM, will join us. Oh, boy, let's do some quick math here. In about a half hour or so, 8.20 Eastern, 5.20 Pacific, uh, we'll get his thoughts. Former GM, if he thinks this trade is asinine, or, or, you know what, when you think about it, it makes sense for both. 855-212-4227. Dylan is calling from Louisville. What's up, Dylan? Hey, man, how's it going? Dylan, we are chilling, man. How How is everything going with you, buddy? Uh, not too bad. You're going to have some dinner and head into work. Nice, nice. Well, thank you for making us a part of it. What's on your mind? Man, uh, I'm a pretty big Bills fan. That's where my grandma lives. We go up there every year. We go to a game every year. And uh, I don't want to lose Josh Allen. I'm one of them Bills fans that, you know, if we can guarantee ourselves a Super Bowl, sure, I'd trade anybody. But uh, I just don't think that Caleb Williams is a guarantee. I think he's going to have a great career, but – there's always that chance that what if he doesn't, and then we've lost Josh Allen, and you know he obviously gets the job done for us. The team needs some work in some other areas, and I don't really think those other two draft picks are going to make up everything we need. Um, my thoughts, uh, I'm just hoping that we give Joe Brady an offseason to work with this offense and this defense an offseason to heal, and hopefully that will push us over the hump. You may tell me different. So Do you think go ahead and rest here and let you, Dylan? You think let, rest and continuity are the two things that could help the Bills this offseason? I mean, we just had a lot of injuries there on the defense, and we were playing a lot of backups and stuff, and we were still close in a lot of games, and we still almost beat the Chiefs at home in the playoffs at our home. And it's like, man, if if we could just get that defense better. Maybe that could get us over the hump. We haven't been healthy in so long. I would just love to see this defense healthy. I hear it, Dylan. I appreciate the call, buddy. That's like, and thank you for your perspective as a Bills fan, but like that's where like I don't have that same, we'll call it optimism. Like you look at this defense, this defense is old and injured. Yes, can an offseason of healing help? Absolutely. But your all-pro linebacker, Matt Milano, just completely shredded his leg. Is he going to come back and be 100% like he was before? I hope so. No guarantee. Tredavious White has had two season-ending injuries in the last three years. He, I mean, you look at reports, he could be a cap casualty. Von Miller, that contract looks worse and worse by the, the second. He's only getting older and less productive. Like, you look at this defense, like they, outside of A.J. Epinesa, there's not a lot right now that has you feeling good 
about this defense going into 2024 where I just don't think it's it's going to be, oh, rest up and, you, and they'll be good. I don't think that's the case. And offensively, I don't think an offseason of continuity with Joe Brady is now going to get Stephon Diggs out of whatever malaise he's in. It feels like it's personal. Like there could be, I don't know if it's beef, I don't know if it's frustration, whatever it is, it feels like it's more than just something physical with Stephon Diggs or more than just defenses double-teaming him as to why he just was a no-show for the entire second half of the season last year. I I think it's a lot more than just continuity and rest for the Bills in terms of getting back to being a Super Bowl contending team. Daryl's calling from South Carolina. What's up, Daryl? Hey, how you doing? Thanks for taking my call. Thanks for making uh, it, man. I, I, now I'm I'm from South Carolina. I, I live in South Carolina, but I'm originally from Chicago, so I'm a Bears homer. And I don't agree. I, I definitely, if I was Chicago, I wouldn't take the. I would really. You would say no to Josh job. Allen. Well, I don't think I think Josh has had adequate support around him ever since he's been in the league, and I don't think I think he's I, I respect his arm, but he's too inconsistent, and I think that we would be giving up too much in order to get Allen. Uh, I believe we have a young defense that is. That I think we have an offensive line that we can add to. I think with the draft capital that we have currently have, that we can fill a lot of holes, and we will have a quarterback that we don't have to worry about paying right away, but we can allow him to develop. I think that right now the Bears is in a a great position. I would definitely move fields. We'll probably get a second-round pick and maybe an additional pick. But I think that we need to utilize those draft picks. Uh, But I'm hoping now I'm not a – I'm not totally sold on Caleb. I don't know a whole lot about him because uh, him being on the West Coast didn't see a lot about mm-hmm. him. But from what I'm reading, and they they feel like he's a, a can't miss prospect. That being said, I've seen Josh, and uh, and I respect his arm, but Josh has been inconsistent. Right. Uh, even when they they every year they come in and they always talk about how the the Bills defense, the Bills are going to uh, contend for the AFC, and for some apparent reason. And, and and I won't put it all on Josh, but I think Josh contributes to it. it. It never materialized, and we don't need much too much of that more in Chicago. We I hear I hear Dale. Um, appreciate your thoughts. This is what I'll say to that. Number one, I think if you, I think it's tough to turn down if you're the Bears the opportunity to get the best quarterback in your conference. Josh Allen, he comes to Chicago immediately day one. You have the best quarterback in your conference, better than Hurts, better than. You name it. We'll have that discussion. The Bears would have the best quarterback in the conference. I agree with the inconsistency at times. Allen, I think, is a small part of why the Bills have been unable to get over the hump. But I think what you're seeing, too, of Buffalo, coaching is a problem. Why Sean McDermott is still implied, uh, employed, Excuse me. I don't know. I would have fired him. I think that's a mistake keeping him. Defense, receiver, offensive line, like... There are other uh, areas, including just putting too much on his plate, as to why Allen and the Bills have not gotten over the hump. I like what Chicago is building. I think they do have more answers around the quarterback, um, both now and also opportunity-wise with some young players going forward, where you could feel like in a year or two they could truly be contending for a Super Bowl because they have right now a better support system than, let's say, the Bills do around Josh Allen. 
All right, it is Ryan Hickey with you right here on CBS Sports Radio. We are about to take a break here. When we return, we can still take your thoughts, still discuss this trade, but also, too, we got Rick Spielman coming up in about 25 minutes. We'll get his thoughts on this trade. But also another quarterback discussion and decision is happening in Pittsburgh. It's not who to draft or should we trade our guy. There are now more and more reports and words, we'll hear from the Steelers GM as well when we come back here, that they're rolling with Kenny Pickett. The Steelers roll are making, I think, a huge mistake because they are betting that history is wrong. Tell you what that means when we do return. Ryan Hickey in for JR on CBS Sports Radio.